Hello everyone, welcome to Reiki Radio. I am your host, Yolanda, and we are on day 22. Can you believe it? Day 22 of our journey through the Major Arcana, this fool's journey. I cannot tell you how excited I am to be at the end. It has been uh, really interesting looking at the cards, meditating on um, each of the cards each day in order this way. I've really enjoyed uh, sharing these insights with you and receiving your emails about what's coming up for you and even um, those of you who are joining in the Seeker Circle. I really look forward to getting to know you uh, and being able to exchange with you. So I was going to do a Facebook Live today about this journey, but I am exhausted today. I am so tired today, but I am going to do a Facebook Live in the Seeker Circle tomorrow so that we can um, discuss anything that you would like about this journey. Um, It doesn't have to be related to the tarot or this 22-day journey that we just had. It could be about anything. So if you would like to join me there, just go to my website, uchi.com. That's Y-E-W. CHI.com and sign up for the newsletter and you'll get more information. So here we are at the final card of the Major Arcana. I really cannot believe that I have done the podcast 22 days in a row. Um, I will say, um, I after today, you probably won't hear from me for at least a week, if not a little longer. So if you have missed any of the cards in this journey, you can go back to the beginning, start at the full, work your way through, and, you know, again, join us to discuss whatever it is, any of your insights. Now, we have learned a lot on this journey. We started off with the full and... You know, I have my cards here, just kind of glancing through them, and it's uh, really interesting, the wisdom and the insights, the teachings of the tarot. And as I mentioned to you all when we first started, the beauty of these cards is that there uh, are so many different um, hidden elements in the cards. And when we do study other uh, modalities, other principles, if we study things like Kabbalah, Hermeticism, astrology, all of these things, then these cards and their teachings take on a deeper meaning and, you know, have more layer, more depth to them that just support us further in our understanding and growth. So while we didn't go into, you know, all of the layers of every single card, I do encourage you that if you enjoyed this journey to go back and study the tarot on your own. And I will share with you in the Seeker Circle tomorrow a few of the books that I have, that I have looked at um, throughout my exploration with tarot and share some other information with you. So anyway, today we're here at the world card, the last card, number 21. And as we have done with all of the cards, we look at the number, the two and the one. And uh, it's interesting because the two can be a symbol of the divine feminine and the one a symbol of the divine masculine. But we know that when we add the two and the one together, we get the number three, which we've talked about being the number of creation. 
And, you know, it's a very powerful number. And here we are um, at this space of being able to uh, look at that trinity even, as we've talked about before in the triangle of uh, the Star of David, really, looking at that symbol of as above, so below. But it's interesting that, you know, we end on the 21 and the 2, the feminine number coming first. Um, some people say the picture of the person on the card is androgynous. It does kind of look like uh, a woman. Um, so whatever it is, it's interesting that we started out with the Fool, who actually does look a little more androgynous to me, the Fool card. But here we are. We have gone from this space of starting out on this adventure, completely open to new experience, jumping into the unknown. And again, this happens in our lives over and over again. We have different experiences, different risks that we take. We step out into new ventures all the time. We're constantly having new experiences. And in those there's always an unfolding, you know, we always have choices to make. We again and again are confronted with various fears or becoming aware of the limitations of our minds or becoming aware of, you know, um, where we are pointing the finger out at others and where we may or may not be taking responsibility and accountability for our own perspectives and so on. So, in this, um, we have the element and the planet associated with each card. And this card in particular is the element of Earth and the platterns, Plattern. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm still tired. The planet Saturn. So Earth and Saturn together speak to the essence of Capricorn. But the planet Saturn, as we spoke about um I think Saturn came up in the death card. Actually, let me look back. I think it's the death card. I have the symbols drawn on my cards. Okay, no, that's Pluto. Uh, the devil card. Um, so anyway, Saturn is really about our lessons and our limitations. And so we did see the energy of Saturn again at the devil card. And that was where we really were looking at what we were binding ourselves to, what we were bound to in the mind, what was restricting us in the mind. And here with this energy of Saturn, again, it's like we have overcome our limitations. We got the lesson. We went through this journey of, you know, going inward and really evaluating and learning through everything internally, externally. And, you know, of course, like life would have it there are mistakes but it's like when we think of mistakes that we make consider if they really were a mistake or was it an opportunity to grow and the challenges that we are faced with at any given time were they only challenging because of our perspective now, no matter which lens we're working with at any given time, the truth is, is you were able to work through it. <laughs> you know, you are here where you are because of all of the different choices you've made, all of the different lessons you've learned, all, all of it. 
This is really about seeing the beauty and the gift of this life experience. Good, bad, and ugly. Light and dark. Our masculine, our feminine. Our inner, our outer. Our material experience, our spiritual, our non-physical. All of it is part of our growth. So this card, the world card, is really about completion, fulfillment, and integration. So everything that you have learned through this journey, think of how you can integrate that wisdom into your life now. You know, this is so interesting how we have really looked at becoming aware of our subconscious mind, our conscious mind, our identity, how we personally identify, and how all of this, in all of this, we're not separate from the one mind, the universal mind, universal consciousness. You know, it fascinates me, and I've talked to you about this on the show before, when I sometimes have those moments of thinking like, oh, we're all just expressions of the divine, right? So like we are all of this one source energy and we are all just variations or different expressions of the same thing. And when I look at other people in the world, sometimes I think of that And I'll smile because I think like, wow, look at that other expression of me, (laughs) you know? Oh, like, yeah, I haven't ridden a horse, but there are so many expressions of me that are enjoying horseback riding. You know, it's really interesting when you play with it in that way and really start to um, consider this life experience again from a different lens. And even things like that, you know, it takes us out of judgment. It takes us out of envy. It takes us out of um, so many ways that we may perceive the world around us and the people around us when we come from the space of realizing we are all of the same source. We are all working through different challenges. We all have our Um, different experiences with the death card, the devil card, the tower card. We all have our different um, awareness of the high priestess and the magician. And remember that windy road that we saw. There is no one way to work ourselves to this journey of remembrance. Remember when we looked at the moon card and it was split in half by that windy path, that path back to ourselves, that inner path, that inner work. It looks different for all of us. You know, for some, it's going to church. For some, it's doing Reiki. For some, it's meditation. For some, it's being a parent. Whatever it is, there are so many different things and people and experiences and tools that are all pointing us back in to understanding some aspect of who and what we are. And so remember that when you are engaging with the world around you, remembering that oneness, remembering that we have different expressions of the same thing, and we may all work it out differently. So, you know, it, 
even though throughout this I keep saying it's just about you because we're responsible for our own actions. We're responsible for our own choices, our own perspectives. But remember that this compassion and love and understanding that we're gaining for ourselves is pouring back into that collective field. But it also includes us being more compassionate and understanding with everyone and everything that we engage with. You know, yesterday at the end of the podcast, I asked you, how are you going to live your life now moving forward? And today with this world card, I mean, really, when you consider all that you have learned, all that you continue to learn, how are you going to engage with life with the awareness that you have now? How do you engage with yourself and others? I also mentioned to you how our spirituality isn't separate from, you know, the material realm. You know, our spirituality is how we live. It's in everything that we do. It's saying hi to your neighbor. It's helping a friend, um, you know, giving someone a shoulder to cry on. It's everything. Everything that you do is an expression of your divine nature. How you express it now with your awareness and understanding of what you hold is what you know, we really are meditating on at this point. And just with all that you have learned and have come to be aware of about yourself, again, when you consider the people around you, the world around you, remember that they're all going through some version of the same journey, trying to understand themselves, trying to know, love, forgive, heal themselves. So again, while we have focused so much on ourselves and what we hold on this last day, I just want to remind all of us that it also matters how we show up and interact with the world around us. So, you know, speaking of that, um, if you look at this card, one of the first things is that there is that woman again in the center of the wreath and her legs are... Her right leg is down and her left leg is behind her right leg. It kind of looks like a backwards four. And if you remember, that is the same position that the um, hanged man had his legs in. I'm just going back to the card. And the hanged man, it was inverted. So if you turn him upside down, it's like they are um, in reverse. And he was hanging he was hanging from his right leg, suspending his mind, remember? And here in this card, we're at a space where we've stopped suspending the mind and now we're coming out into the outer world, grounding into this reality, bringing in all that we have learned internally and through this work, we're bringing it into our outward expression now. So it's kind of like the, you know, the hanged man was going so deeply in and here is where we are coming back out with all that we have processed internally. So the woman in the card is standing um, in this position inside of a wreath and the wreath is a symbol of victory. 
you know, it's uh, achievement. A lot of times we acknowledge where we feel we fall or where we feel we've made a mistake or where, you know, we feel like we didn't do something correct. But it's rare that we take the time to really acknowledge how much we actually have grown. This is a reminder that you, this is an achievement. Each time we work through another layer or um, go deeper in our healing, it's something to celebrate for ourselves, to have gratitude for. It's not about perfection. It's about that one step at a time, one layer at a time, one choice at a time. You know, say for example, you, uh, let's see, say you have a, a husband and or a wife or a partner, a friend, anyone, anyone in your life who typically can aggravate you very easily. They say something in particular, they do a particular thing, and it just really drives you crazy. And whenever they say or do this thing, you have a tendency to react. Now, if the next time they do or say this thing that triggers you, instead of reacting, you take time to make the choice to decide if it's necessary for you to act in that way, process, and give yourself an opportunity to respond differently And if you actually do, that's success. It's one choice at a time. It's continuing our effort. So in this wreath, we see that there is this red ribbon around the top and the bottom. It looks like it's like a symbol of the luminous gate or the figure eight at the crown and at the feet. And the color red, which we've talked about throughout this journey, is really a symbol of action or motion. And the figure eight is about, you know, continuum. It's infinite. And remember I told you too, it also speaks to the balance of, you know, um, heaven and earth, masculine, feminine, yin-yang. They meet there at the center. So we have this symbol that really speaks to our lives being in motion at the crown and at the feet, speaking to the continual movement and evolution for us spiritually and the continual motion and movement of our lives here. And really, we are just that in the middle, the the balancing of the two. So this woman is like, she's doing the dance of life. And it's also a reminder of having command of your nature. Now, these four uh, symbols in the corner of this card, you'll remember we saw these in the Wheel of Fortune. And I told you they were symbols that... um, represented the fixed elements, or the fixed elements, the fixed signs of the zodiac. So they also speak to the elements. So the man is a symbol for Aquarius, which is also air. The eagle is a symbol for Scorpio, which is water. 
The bull is a symbol for Taurus, which is earth, and the lion is the symbol for Leo, which is fire. And we talked about us having command of our nature, our human nature, our thoughts, our emotions, our will, our creations. We spoke about this way at the beginning with the magician, but remember, he couldn't tell us how to use our uh, power, our magic, our alchemy. We had to go through our experiences to figure it out on our own. And here is where we are expressing that. We are learning how to do that. It's about, you know, you living consciously, being consciously aware of your choices, your ability to direct your mind, your ability to transform and return to your true nature. That's what this card is about. Now, the woman also has two wands in her hand. Speaking of the magician, the magician was holding one. It was like him holding it up with his right hand, um, almost like directing the energy, the balancing of spirit down to earth. He had his right arm up and his left hand down, as above, so below. But he was using that wand and the... um, pointing up to spirit, again, bringing it down into earth. Here, the woman has it in both hands, which is a symbol of balance, balance of the elements, balance of heaven and earth. Some say that each of these wands are actually scrolls of knowledge. And again, if they're scrolls of knowledge, one is knowledge of, you know, spirit, spirituality, heaven, And one is knowledge of earth or material being. And remember, we've talked about so much, you know, merging, healing, that inner duality, harmonizing our own feminine and masculine, our own yin and yang. This whole life experience is about balancing, coming out of the duality and the dichotomy of this realm And having clarity, wisdom, understanding of your spiritual nature, who and what you are, while being here as a physical expression of the divine. Now, she's also wrapped in a scarf or a veil. And if you look at it, it kind of reminds me of the coiled snake. You know, we talk about in Kundalini rising, um, when we look at the chakras, you know, that that coiled snake at the base of the spine. And as we begin to awaken spiritually, that energy, that life force starts to rise from root to crown. It's about awakening, illumination. Um, Illumination, what is the word that we always say? Enlightenment. (laughs) So it reminds me of that, you know, kind of like that. uh, Instead of the two snakes individually coiling around, but they're just being this one scarf a symbol of that unification. But this scarf wrapped around her as it is, is also a symbol of balance. But either way, it really speaks to the energy of life force, the energy of life force moving through her, moving through you. Everything has come together in this card. Now, I want to go back to the fixed signs because You know, the thing about them that's interesting to me is they are a symbol of, again, you know, us mastering our nature or having command of our 
mind, our emotions, our will, our creations. But I want you to look at them more closely. So at the top of the card, we have the man and the eagle, our thought and our emotion. They're actually looking at each other. And again, this is the rider weight deck. The thought and the emotion are looking at each other. And to me, this really speaks to um, the balance between the two, harmonizing mind and emotion, and how sometimes we do have to uh, go to the mind to understand the emotional response we're having or go to our emotion to understand the process of thought that we're having, right? But both of these are non-physical. Our thoughts and our emotions are non-physical, And then if we look at the bottom of the card, we have the bull and the lion looking at you directly, your will and your creation. And these are both more of a physical manifestation, more earthly, right? So the bull is earth and it's like the physical action. The physical action or manifestation that starts at the mind and emotion. That's how I think of it. So it's like at the top, we have our mind and emotion. That's where we start in the mind with what we feel. I always tell you those are like the seeds of the actions that we take and what we create. And then these down here at the bottom, our will, our action, our manifestations are looking directly at you because we are accountable for that. We're responsible for that, and it all starts with the mind. So keep that in mind (laughs) as you move forward. Now, you know, a lot of this journey, you know, some people on this path, there's a lot of talk about Maya and, you know, life being like a dream in of itself or this life being an illusion and like, what's the point? It's not even real. It's all in the mind. Well, keep in mind that you're here for a reason. You chose to be here, to come here for a reason. To have this experience, an opportunity to learn, to grow, to heal whatever may come up on that wheel of fortune. To return to that remembrance of who and what you are. To have an opportunity to allow your heart to be light as a feather. All of the things that we've talked about and acknowledging that you have the tools and the ability to work through it all. All of it. And even if this life were an illusion, you're the one creating it. How are you creating it? How are you participating? What hand are you playing in your experience? Remember to acknowledge and manage each aspect of you. Your mind, your body, your energy. You know, we have a tendency to get tunnel vision and focus on one more than the other. Sometimes we focus just on the body. Sometimes we just get so caught up in our energy. Sometimes, you know, it may be our mental activity. Remember there's balance in all things. Remember to acknowledge what you feel, what you hold. 
Remember to take ownership of your mind and your emotion, your will and your creation, how you're directing it all, how you're using it all. And remember that you have an opportunity to always get up when you fall. And sometimes when we fall, it's just to help us move on. You have choice to make the decision to love a little more each day. You've learned a lot. You're learning a lot. And if anything this journey has taught us is how resilient you are, how courageous you are, how magical you are. Stay in your awareness. Remain a conscious participant. See the beauty in this dance of life. And remember to continue to share because we learn and grow in exchange. So one of the things I did recommend um, on one of the other episodes is that if you really did enjoy this and kind of want to keep going through the layers, I recommend playing with going back through the major arcana, but backwards this time. So here we are at the world, and instead of starting back over at the full, go back And tomorrow, go back to judgment. The next day, go to the sun, the moon, and work your way back towards the fool and see if you have any different insights, any different um, information come forward. If the cards speak to you any differently now that you have connected with them in this way. And as always, I would love to hear what comes up for you. I thank you so much, actually, (laughs) for joining me in this 22 days Um, I really do appreciate it. And I thank you for helping to keep me accountable on my journey, whether you know it or not. So that is it. Go to my website, uchi.com. That's Y-E-W-C-H-I.com. Sign up for the newsletter. Join us in the secret circle. I will see you in about a week or so. And remember to always journey in love.